95.7 Ben FM presents Her Story with Kathy Romano. Good morning and welcome to Her Story. I'm Kathy Romano, your host. Peyton Ridenauer, also known as Peanut, is a seven-time USA BMX national champion and is one of the top-ranked amateur riders in the United States. Peyton rides multiple cycling disciplines and won the prestigious UCI Red Bull Pump Track World Championships in 2019. She also placed fourth in the world for junior elite women's in 2019 and is looking to capitalize at the world championships. Even with traveling the world to compete, Peyton was able to maintain straight A's in high school. She's now heading to the 2021 Olympic Games in Tokyo, but first, she's talking to me here on Her Story. Please welcome Peyton Ridenauer. Thanks for joining me today, Peyton. Thanks for having me. So you're local. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. And where'd you go to high school? Owen J. Roberts. How did you get into BMX racing? I started racing when I was five years old, and my dad got me into it because he used to race locally when he was younger, and one day he brought me to the track and haven't stopped since. Your dad also built you a track in your backyard? Yeah, so we actually built it together. I've had the track in my backyard for about six or seven years now, and it's pretty much a full-time job. It's a lot of work. We work on it more than we ride it, but it's definitely (laughs) worth it and has helped me progress so much more just because there's not a lot of tracks in this area and BMX isn't as well-known, so it's definitely a cool thing to have. So where did you train or where did you learn prior to having this own track in your backyard? If there isn't too many tracks around here, where did you go? I just have one track 10 minutes away in Pottstown, but besides that, just traveling all over the place. What's cool about BMX is that I do get the opportunity to travel all over the U.S., and now I'm starting to travel internationally as well. So just getting more experience by going to different places has taught me more of my skills on the bike. Tell me how you juggled high school and traveling to compete. It was definitely a struggle because I did take all honors classes in high school, I would be leaving for about a week or maybe two sometimes, and I would come back, and I would have this big pile of work to do, even though I would usually ask the teachers to give me some work while I was gone, but uh, usually a lot of them don't plan that far ahead, or the scheduling isn't completely on track because I am gone for so long. So it's definitely a lot of juggling, and I would be training and do schoolwork and train again, more schoolwork, and pretty much go to bed. It was just live and breathe school and racing. So how do you feel about that? Now that you're you're 19 years old now, correct? Correct. How do you have friendships and a life outside of that? It's definitely a lifestyle. I do have friends from school, just a few that I hang out with because I honestly wasn't in, in person in school a whole lot. But I did get to make those connections with some people from school and my teachers. But really racing has brought me to meet some of the coolest people I've ever met. I have friends from Europe to Australia to South America to pretty much everywhere, which is super cool. So you have friends that are just in different places. They're not necessarily from your school where a typical teen would be meeting friends. Right. Yeah. A lot of my closest friends are from Europe or all the way across the U.S. So it's definitely not typical. (laughs) What are some of the most prestigious awards or races that you've won? So in 2019, I won the UCI Red Bull Pump Track World Championships in Switzerland. And that was their second year putting that on. But 2019 was the first year that they made it a actual discipline and they had a special world championships jersey for it. 
and it's a slightly different discipline than racing. Pump track is going to be an asphalted track, no pedaling, usually either head-to-head or solo runs. They're going to be timed, so you're not uh, right up against other people next to you. But BMX transfers the pump track really well and vice versa. So I went out and I competed at that, and I was the underdog. No one really knew me, and I actually ended up winning it, which was awesome. And that was definitely a highlight. And as for the racing scene, my most recent highlight was getting second at a World Cup in Bogota, Colombia. And I've made three out of four World Cup mains this year, so the podium one was awesome. When you travel to all of these places, do your parents go with you? My parents usually don't come with me just because I will travel with Team USA and it's kind of hard to coordinate everything that Team USA is doing and then have my parents come in as well. But I would definitely love them to come to one international event eventually. They do come to all of the domestic ones, but unfortunately, when I go to Tokyo for the Olympics, they're not going to have any spectators allowed. So my parents will have to stay home, but one day. So talk a little bit about the Olympics and your training. Has it differed from how you normally train or are you just doing more of the same thing? So what's different about the Olympic track compared to the other BMX tracks is that it's significantly longer. Usually a a race will take between 30 and 40 seconds, but the Tokyo track is around 48 seconds, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's super taxing when you think BMX is just a full-on sprint as fast as you can go the entire time. So I've been switching up training a little bit just in the endurance aspect so I can not be as tired when I finish my laps in Tokyo. But besides that, just trying to fix small things that I need to work on and just perfect. So give me an idea of how you train on and off of the track. So a few times a week, I will train on the track and I'll have different drills that I do. And I also will be in the gym three times a week. I actually have a gym. Half of my garage is dedicated to my gym. So thanks, Dad. (laughs) And then I'll also do sprints outside, which is just riding my bike and pedaling it as fast as I can for a set amount of distance. And I'll set up timers. and And where do you go to do that? Right outside my house, I have a road that I can set them up on, which is nice because I don't live in the city. I live out in the country, so I have the opportunity to set up stuff like that. So if you see any neighbors or anybody, I guess at this point they know what you're doing. Yeah, all the neighbors are actually super into it. Now you're a part of Team USA for the Tokyo Olympics. How exactly did you qualify to be a part of the team? So to qualify for the team, they go on country rankings, and each country gets a certain amount to go to the Olympics. And since Some of the U.S. girls have accumulated so many points for the U.S. The girls are allowed to send three people, which is the maximum amount for BMX racing. And they had two spots that were already confirmed. And the third spot was up in the air because the one girl that was qualified actually dropped out. So that one was now open. And me and a few other girls were trying to go for it. And that's when I traveled to Italy and Colombia for the World Cup because to get Olympic points, you need to make a World Cup final. And I went to Italy and I made my first World Cup final and I was tied up with the other girl because she also made a final. And I went to Colombia. Everything was on the line and I made the final both days. And if you get a podium, you earn a few more Olympic points than just making a final. So to get that second on Sunday in Colombia was 
just the cherry on top of making the Olympic team. Do you get nervous at all? Yeah, definitely. I get I get nervous, but that's when you have to try to channel all that nervous energy into something positive. I mean, I'm just thinking of like little things in my life that make me so nervous. I mean, you're going to be competing in the Olympics, but I guess that's what all of the athletes do. They have to channel it into something else. Right. Yeah. But with the Olympics, um, I am kind of like the underdog. So there really is no pressure, which is nice. I can just go in there and ride my own race and have fun. Fun has to be a part of it in order to, to get this far. So that's great that you're able to do that. So when are you competing and how can we see you race? I will be competing on July 29th and 30th. And I'm not sure the exact times that I will race at, but it will definitely be aired at one point. So there will be a way to watch. And I'm sure people can check the Peacock app. I have it on my Apple TV and it has all the Olympic trials now. And I remember last Olympics, they had all of the games and the times listed right there. So I would imagine people can just go and and search there. What is the exact name of the event if people want to search to see it? BMX Racing. Just BMX Racing. Okay. And before you go, tell me about the children's book that you wrote. So I wrote a children's book, A to Z BMX style. And I originally got the idea from my Aunt Jennifer, who's also my godmother. And she wrote A to Z hockey style books. And one Christmas we were all together and I dropped it up a version BMX style. And my Aunt Jennifer was super into it and she was helping me with it. And then it kind of sat on the computer for a while, and I rediscovered it last year during COVID when nothing was going on, all the events were getting canceled. And I thought this would be a really cool idea if I brought it to life because there's nothing in BMX that's like that. The kids have the pros to look up to, but they don't really have anything that's educational at the same time where they can be like, hey, like that's something that I want to do. And it doesn't only pertain to BMX racing, just bikes in general, whether it's freestyle, road cycling, mountain biking. It's for everybody, even though it has a BMX racing style theme. So I rediscovered it on my computer, did some rewriting because I did writing when I was about nine or 10. (laughs) And my aunt Jennifer helped me with all the copywriting and the publishing and stuff. And the same guy that illustrated her books, Andy Lendway, illustrated my book and he did an awesome job and i started a kickstarter campaign which is like a gofundme but for creators and i had a ten thousand dollar goal to pay for illustrations and printing and i actually met that goal plus a little bit more which was awesome and i got the book rolling and got them all printed and i just got them in april and have been selling them what age is the book for so it's an alphabet book and where can people get the book if they're interested I have a link in my Instagram bio. It's the nuthouse.bigcartel.com and they are $20. Okay. And what's your Instagram? Kate and Ridenour. And that is spelled R-I-D-E-N-O-U-R. Yes. And will you be posting from the Olympics? Yes, I will when, when I can. Great. Well, Peyton, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I'm thankful that you took some time out to talk to me before you head over to Tokyo. When do you leave? I'll be leaving on July 21st. And how long will you be over there? Only about 10 days. They want us pretty in and out with the COVID protocols. Yeah, sure. Of course. Well, Peyton, good luck. I hope you bring home a gold medal. Thank you. Don't miss Peyton compete in the Tokyo 2021 Olympic Games. You can find more information about when Peyton will race on the Olympics official website. If you'd like more information about Peyton's book or to follow her on Instagram, her Instagram handle is at Peyton Ridenauer, and it's P-A-Y-T-O-N-R. 
R-I-D-E-N-O-U-R. If you missed any part of Peyton's interview, it will be available as a podcast tomorrow morning. Just go to our website, 957benfm.com. On the left-hand side, you'll see her story. Click there and all of my podcasts will be listed. Thanks so much for joining me again today. I'm Kathy Romano. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This has been Her Story with Kathy Romano. Her Story is produced by WBEN-FM in Philadelphia and airs weekly or on demand on your mobile device. Listen or subscribe at 957benfm.com. Come.